guys. Welcome back to Gaming Trim Podcast. I am Erica. And I am the highly chlorinated John. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about Retro Resurgence. Uh, my, my childhood, your middle school. My childhood, too, <laughs> Miller. Okay, uh, my family was poor, so, like, things that are 10 years older are, like, brand new to me, so that's why we get along. <laughs> Somehow I can say, check your privilege in this, but I don't think that'll work. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the past, I want to say maybe 10, 15 years, retro things have become more popular. Uh, yes, just like those shirts where you see like a 14-year-old walking around, it's like Nirvana shirt. Like, do you even know who that is? No. Oh, I love seeing videos like that. They're like, who's that on your shirt? What? <laughs> I'm wearing clothes? <laughs> What's your favorite song? It's a band? <laughs> I just like the, the picture on it was cool. I got it from Hot Topic. <laughs> hey, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with owning it. If you're like, hey, this is what I like, go for it, bro. But yeah, so vinyls. Uh, people are actually collecting VHS tapes. Very interesting. Oh, I have a collection for everybody then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just very interesting how... The oldies are still staying in, and it's mostly because of us millennials are just trying to keep sane and re-keep some of our happiness from our youth. You know, now we're just, like, soulless and all depressed. Yeah, Yeah, thank you, 2020. (laughs) But speaking of collecting VHS, I got a whole bunch of, like, this is going to sound very bad. I have a whole bunch of Rainbow Bright VHS tapes (laughs) along with Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Why Rainbow Bright? (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know because I got those when I, I got those when I was a kid, and there's cartoons, and my mother just like, "Hey, here you go. This will keep you quiet now in my hair for an hour." That's so, so interesting. I like cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into Game On. Game on. So the first thing we're going to talk about are the mini classic systems. Blasphemy. it's actually not a bad idea uh for people when i mean when they first came out i want to say what they're between 99 dollars to 129 just depending on where you got them right yes and a lot of times it was toys r us Uh, no don't don't be it's it was target we're talking about target and gamestop that's where you bought them I got I got in the ghosts of uh, millennial past. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, there's some really good, solid games. I mean, honestly, I'm not even going to front here. The SNES Classic, they have Earthbound on it. I bought a $300 Wii U system just to play Earthbound. So I'm not even going to front here. If I didn't even have a Wii, I would definitely buy this, okay? Uh, <laughs> but they have some great classics like uh, F-Zero, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Street Fighter, Punch-Out, Castlevania 4, Final Fantasy, Kirby All-Stars, which that game itself is awesome. That's like a $40, $40 SNES game, Mega Man X, which is a great expensive game as well, Earthbound, Secret of Mana, Contra 3, and Super Ghouls and Goblins. Ugh, and then how could I forget Super Mario RPG? That itself is another $50 SNES game. I can't really say much. I have most of these games already. I know, yeah. I, I, have, I have almost every single one. Let's see. I have all Donkey Kong. I do not have the Kirby games. Those are the only ones I don't have. I have Superstar. 
That's awesome. I've been wanting to get that game. I don't feel like I should pay over $35. And so that's why I don't have this game. For some reason, I'm like, $35 is the max I'm going for Kirby. <laughs> that's my max right there. Well, I can rent it to you for $34.99. Oh, no, it's okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I don't think I have Punch Out either. I might. I have a lot of Super Nintendo games. That's like my actual collection. That's what I try to get. So, but as it looks, I, I think I'm only missing three of these games. Don't have Mario Kart. I think I had it at one point, but I sold it. Uh, I have Legend of Zelda, F-Zero, Super Metroid, Street Fighter, Punch-Out, uh, don't have Castlevania. I have Donkey Kong, Mega Man X, and X2. I have that as well. Uh, Kirby Superstars, Final Fantasy 3 took me a while to find it at a decent price. <laughs> um, have Star Fox, Yoshi's Island, RPG, Mario RPG, don't have Contra, I think I have Secret of Mana, don't have Earthbound, but I have it on emulation, and I don't have Super Ghouls and Goblins. So, Earthbound, that's expensive as fuck, y'all. <laughs> so that one, um... It's, I mean, it's maintaining its price going up a couple bucks. I think right now it's comfortably at $100, $110. Hence me buying a new system to play it. Uh, <laughs> at the time, a new system, the Wii U. Uh, I, I didn't see, I'm like, I'm not spending $100 when I could just invest a couple more and I can get a brand new system. Uh, Earthbound is this great game. I mean, if you do not have these games, like, Super Mario RPG, Yoshi's Island, and Earthbound, that's just great right there. Like, if you've never played those games, don't have those games, you should get this. And if you're ever bored, F-Zero. Oh, my God, I love that game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one. I mean, it's a good one, for sure. <laughs> oh, Final Fantasy III. It's actually kind of interesting with that. If you can, like, the game itself, like, 50 bucks. But if you want the manual, that's another 40. And if you want the box, that's another 80. So, right now, I think that game is, like, at the high 30s, maybe low 40s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't think it's, it, like, pretty much all the Final Fantasies have gone down a little bit. And that's American 3, by the way, on the system. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's actually Final Fantasy 6 internationally. It's, like, weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, what I've learned is that they do a lot of repro boxes, and that's, I mean, honestly, there is no reason that you need the original box. I mean, original manual, manuals, whatever, fine, great, super cool. But repro boxes all the way, they're the same thing. And it's like better. Like, why do you want like a 30, 40 year old box? Because if you try to sell it, then people will be like, that's a repro. Look, it has this, this discoloration on it. That's the repro box. That's I'm fine, not yeah. pay you the money for this. No, a lot of people are like, I know a lot of collectors who, buy the original stuff for it, right? And then get repro boxes so that they can display it nicely yeah. on their cabinets, and they're just like... That makes sense. Right. Of course, Grant, it's kind of like how the games are now. It's like when we were kids. Like, oh my god, I can't wait to play this game. Nowadays, oh my god, I can't wait to see how this looks on my shelf. I have so many <laughs> games I haven't even played. Like, I have... Like, don't even at me. Like, I've spent so much money, like $50, $60 on a brand new video game, have not played it at all. Now it's worth $10. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? You got FIFA, didn't you? What? Do I look like I would buy FIFA? That's Maybe. insulting. That's very <laughs> insulting. Our next classic system is the NES. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so as you were saying earlier, you have like Super Mario Bros. and Super Mario Bros. 3. When I bought my Nintendo Mini, which I still have, I bought it at the age of seven for my seventh birthday, uh, I got the All-Stars Super Mario cartridge where it had all the classic Nintendo Mario games on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I have. Uh, see, I have the uh, the original cartridges, too. That's cool. But yeah, so the NES has Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. 3, Legend of Zelda, the OG one, Donkey Kong, Metroid, Final Fantasy, Pac-Man, Mega Man 2, Kirby's Adventure, Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, Super Mario Bros. 2, Donkey Kong Jr., Balloon Fight, Punch-Out, featuring Mr. Dream, and Dr. Mario. Uh, see... That's the thing oh, there's right a there. lot more too. Yeah, there's more. You scroll down on the page. Oh God, I was like, that doesn't seem like a lot. There's a lot more. There's Zelda Two, uh, Kid Icarus, Double Dragon Two, uh, Bubble Bobble, which for some reason those games go for a stupid amount of money. Have you ever seen how much those things go for? No, I have not. I actually have Bubble Bobble One and Two. Okay, so I forget which one because I think like one of them is like. 30 bucks, but then the other one's like 60 or $80. But they, they actually go for a good amount. Castlevania 2, Galaga, Star Tropics, which is actually a really fun game, uh, Gradius, Ghosts and Goblins, the original, uh, and Super C. I'm collecting the originals. It's not, I don't have as many of the NES as the Super Nintendo ones. I got an NES a couple years ago for my birthday, and that's when I started collecting more of the games. I think I have a lot of like the obscure classic RPG ones. Just for the reason I have a Switch, so a lot of these NES games <laughs> I can just play on my Switch, so I don't see a point of buying the cartridges. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! See, I have with those. I ha- I really want to own every single game that Nintendo's ever that the NES has ever had. See, that is my goal. The Super Nintendo was like undefeated for like almost a good like decade. Okay, like no one could beat them. Everyone was releasing games on the Super Nintendo, and I and I think that's why I like collecting Super Nintendo, just because of the large variety of games that you can get on it. Oh, I know, but still, it's kind of the fun things. We find some really obscure games, like, ironically, Jetsons for the NES. Holy crap, that game was the, one of the worst games I've ever played. Uh-huh. But it is going for astronomical m- amounts of money right now. Yes. So there are a couple NES games that I know of that are super duper crazy. There's this one zombie game that's in the thousand dollars. I forget the name. And then there's another one. It's like Samurai something where you play as a floating dead samurai head. And that's going for like another $600. The NES games, I find a lot of the older ones, they go for a bit of money. That there's more SNES games, so it's more, it's a better investment collectible wise. Oh, I know. It's just the ability. If you <laughs> if you had the money, I would really want to do all of the NES games just to just display them all. But then I somehow I somehow I figure out how to rig them all up so I can just press a button like I want to play this game. <laughs> Another great system is the PlayStation Classic. I remember when this came out. So online, they're still going for $99.99. But at a point, I think Target and GameStop were clearancing them out for $20. So, I mean, honestly, it's just like, 
where can you find them for the best price kind of thing. Some really great games on here. We have Final Fantasy VII. I mean, right there, if you don't have the game, it's great. Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft Auto, Battle Arena, Persona, Wild Arms, Twisted Metal, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Tekken 3, R4, Ridge Racer Type 4, Rayman, a lot of good classic games. Uh, it's only 20 so I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of think that's like the place, the PlayStation, Sony, the classic. It didn't do as well as the other ones. It's super cute looking though. Like honestly, out of all the games that they were, like I think this is the cutest shell. Yes, um, the buttons do work, like the eject button does, but the lid doesn't pop up. That's one thing I don't like about it. <laughs> Why do they have a button if it doesn't work? <laughs> Essentially, yes, but. Grant, it is a nice little cute system and all, but it's just like, mm, I can still get the regular games here that they have on here and play on my PlayStation 3 or 2. So, <laughs> I think another reason why the PlayStation Classic didn't do as well is that you can actually still get the games with PlayStation. Um, the Super Nintendo did this as well. They had the Super Nintendo regular games, and then they re-released them a couple years later. Like, they did it with all the big ones, like Metroid and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So, you can actually tell in the labels, it says, you know whatever re-release, you know, whatever. Uh, but the PlayStation did that as well, where they had the classic games, and then they re-released them later on. So they're not that expensive. You can get a lot of classic Final Fantasy games, because that's another thing I like to do. I like to collect Final Fantasy games, and they're not that expensive on the PlayStation. Um, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Um, I think I bought a sealed copy of like tactics and something else like a double one for like 20 bucks and it was sealed again they're not that expensive well so good thing with these a lot of the games that are out there right now i found, actually found a bunch of a game over video games.com game over video games.com um dk actually has a lot of good games on there as well uh there's a lot of good places to find out i personally find ebay the best way to go uh just get from a reputable seller amazon not really they always try to scalp you on old stuff i would not <laughs> i would not go that way uh, i would do amazon if you're buying a new game Honestly. Oh, GameStop.com, though. If you do have a membership for GameStop, uh, the premier, you know what I'm talking about, right? Where you pay for the subscription and everything else. Yeah, I did that a long time ago. Now I just avoid GameStop altogether. <laughs> I go to GameStop. I used to go there a lot more frequently. Um, I'm the elite member, like the top tier. They used to have uh, like three different tiers. Now they only have two. They sell retro video games through GameStop. Oh, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do not get me wrong. Because I'm an elite member, um, I would get 20% off of those. So I could buy a game. They would they, they were very competitive as well. They would price them like eBay prices, and then you would get 20% off of that. So you would get it for less than that's going on on eBay. The one thing I do have to complain about is that you don't know what the condition of the cases look like until you get it. Sometimes they don't come with manuals. Sometimes they don't even come with cases and you get random like generic cases that they come in. So that's one thing you do have to worry about. But I've bought Super Nintendo games from GameStop.com and they've come in pristine. Beautiful. Okay. It, it, it's still just kind of, I'm not a big fan of them just because 
they're big corporate. I'll go still go with game over video games just because small business. I, like I agree. Them. I agree. Yeah, but if I do need to get something, I am borrowing your membership if I can't find it in Game Boy <laughs> video games. You can totally in that, but that is what I'm talking about. So, so there are a couple video game places. Uh, there's Game Over Video Games. Uh, there's two locations, I believe now. Uh, they're three. actually oh, there are three. Great. Yeah. Um, they're used, to, and this is all like Texas guys. <laughs> I know that we're just talking locally. Uh, there used to be a place called Retro Game Pro, but they sadly sold out. Um, Games Plus, that's the one that I was talking about before. They used to have a bunch of locations, and they don't anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, there's one in the in the Greater Heights called Replay Games, and that guy has a lot of stuff. Yes, Holy he does. So I've crap. been there. Yeah, no, he's actually a personal collector. Uh, he, Yeah, his store looks pretty legit. Oh, yeah, he's actually come across a whole lot like arcade boxes that I have never heard of before. Right. And he has them there. But he also sells reproduction games, which is kind of cool, because instead of paying like $1,000 for a game, I could pay 45 Another great system is the Sega Genesis Classic, or the Sega Genesis Mini. So this is preloaded with 40 legendary Genesis games. Uh, we have Eco the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Shining Force, Dr. Robotniks. Let's me, see. Me, me Machine? Yes. <laughs> Gunstar Heroes, Sonic the Hedgehog. Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, bunch of Mickey Mouse games, Shinobi 3, Streets of Rage 2, <laughs> Earthworm Gem, Contra, Hardcore, Landstalker, Beyond Oasis, Another Ghost and Goblins, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star, which is actually a really great game. I do want to get that. Wonder Boy, I mean, oh, classics, Tetris. <laughs> oh yeah, we got Tetris on there, but that was support from the old. Actually, I think it was the original Tetris before Nintendo got the rights to it. Uh -huh. So it's the Soviet one, which ironically I have the Soviet one that's from <laughs> for the original Nintendo. I've, I I played the Soviet one too. Yeah. Oh, and then they have the their version of Tetris, which was Columns. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, that's what they tried to take on, but. I'm looking at these like, holy crap, I got half of these in my collection already. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing was like the Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition mm -hmm. with the original one. There was a coupon in the box. You send off for, like 20 bucks and you can get a six button controller. That's really cool. Because what came with the Genesis originally? Three button. And if you want to change from kicking to punching, you press start. So there was no pause. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was bad virtual fighter strider was actually fun that is a fun game you need to try that out i i honestly have not heard of it um i think i might have played maybe two or three of these games i'm not like a huge sega fan Blasphemy. that's not no it's not that's not my realm <laughs> nintendo all about Nintendo. Like, give me some Nintendo. I'm down. Uh, nothing wrong with Sega. Just that was not in my realm as a child. <laughs> so those are all like the main systems that are actually being made and sold by their parent companies. Uh, but we found a Commodore 64. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they made a mini, but it is not made by their parent. Uh, company, so I guess it's just like fan made. Yes, this one was done by Retro Games Limited, 
And I'm kind of disappointed because I'm looking through the games and there is no um, Zork. Wow, really? Yes, I am actually disappointed in that right now. There, That might be like they can't put it on there because someone else owns that game. Could be. I'm still upset. <laughs> <laughs> they, have Ch- they have Jumpman and Jumpman 2. Oh, yeah. But there's not this or Oregon Trail. Everyone remembers Oregon Trail. That sucks. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's Mega Apocalypse, uh, Silicon Warrior, Skate Crazy, a Street Sports Soccer. And then there's also Bear Bover. If you ever wanted to think what Donkey Kong would be, but with a bear, you got it. <laughs> that is amazing. Cyber Cyberdyne Warriors on here. Oh, that's actually fun. I mean, they have some solid games. Would I buy it? No. <laughs> would I try to get original Commodore 64? Yes. Uh, yeah, because they're hella fun. Like, do not. Yeah, no, those are those are those are fun as heck. And yeah. Yes, people, you will have to have the old floppy disk. <laughs> Or they only recorded to one side, and you had to flip it over halfway through the game. What? <laughs> My brother had a Commodore, so that's that's what I remember. You can get all of these on Amazon. Uh, the Sega PlayStation, the Super Nintendo, and Nintendo, you can get those pretty much everywhere. Like Target, Walmart, GameStop, all the classic places. So we've been talking about reproductions. Not a lot of people know about them. Uh, a lot of collectors just want to get the main original old ones. But there are people who can make reproductions. And what they are, they take the game and they put it on a game chip and they put it in a new shell with the reprinted label and then they resell it. Sometimes they make it really, really good copies. I mean, sometimes sometimes they're very, very passable. But you always know by looking at the game chip. Oh, yeah. Um, just be real careful with a lot of these because there are some knockoffs. Yes. A lot, a lot of them I have actually seen from China. Those you like, a lot of companies over there have actually taken advantage of the whole reproduction thing. And you'll see a bunch of them. Like when you actually open it up, there's a small little circuit board in there, but all the games are on an SD card that's in it. And those things yes. will fry after about few, after many many hours of overheating there are good reproductions like don't get us wrong there are good reproductions that are put onto little chip cards uh the way to tell if they're real or not is they'll usually have like the nintendo logo although they'll have certain numbers on them and so it honestly just depends on what game you're buying but if you're really into collecting you should know and look like into the details Oh yeah, like the color of the of the actual circuit board itself. Yes. There's certain colors that the OEMs had that the reproductions can't get. Yes. But there are some good things about the reproductions. So there was a legend like every system on Nintendo has always had two Legend of Zelda games, except for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Because during the Super Famicom days, they were actually experimenting with a satellite broadcast system to download the game into the system, kind of like the Sega Channel did back with the cable broadcasting back in the mm-hmm. day. Well, I'll, some people have bought up a whole bunch of those old broadcast system boxes that went to the super that went to the Super Famicom and they're starting they found a bunch of game code in them. Yeah. Which happened to be The Legend of Zelda and the Stone Tablets. Yes. That was the second game that was for the Super Nintendo of Legend of Zelda. You can only get it as a reproduction because Nintendo has never re-released it 
ever. That is a fun game. I'm like halfway <laughs> through it right now. It's like, I want to play more. <laughs> Anytime we talk about pre- reproduction games, you always bring that up. Uh, yes. But yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of places where you can get reproduction. Um, honestly, Etsy is like the number one place for me just because Etsy's more open than eBay. Again, eBay is really tricky. If you're trying to get an original on eBay, make sure that you ask for the circuit pictures. Another easy way to see if a, if it's a reproduction is actual the case. Instead of having metal screws that hold them together, they're plastic screws. There's a lot of other ones that are just like classic tales. Like there's oh, yeah. different colors, discoloration. Um, but like I said, how we were talking about Earthbound earlier, I'm looking at Etsy right now and there's a earthbound reproduction reproduction cartridge that's going for 30 bucks yeah no you can go on etsy you can get a game the man the manual uh the box i mean inserts you can get a whole thing for like 30 dollars uh they also do it for chrono trigger you can get again a reproduction game case everything 30 bucks i know i'm gonna do this for a few of my games that i don't have in my collection uh so john and i we collect the systems the original ones along with the original games a lot of people don't see the point of buying a 30 40 even 50 year old system if it's gonna fail like john and i we know people john fixes his own systems that i know people who can fix systems a lot of people can't afford that right uh so they make Retron systems. Which originally started out as, okay, they're going to make elaborate emulation box, essentially. Where as long as you have the original cartridge, which is going to act as your key to unlock the game, pretty much what the game, what the console will do is take the game once you stick it in, it will download the entire game into its flash memory. Really? Yes. So with that, it'll actually play the game from from ROM instead of going through the hardware because a lot of the hardware, if there's, like, for instance, like with Retron 5, it can play Nintendo, Famicom, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, Sega Genesis. Uh, it can actually play the Master System as long as you got the power adapter brick that comes with it. Game Boy... Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color games. So one of the things was I kind of had to test it out because if you play Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, mm-hmm. whenever you're in the final level of it, if there's a lot of stuff going on the screen, the clock speed of the Game Boy always slowed down so bad because it was just trying to process all of that stuff from back in the day. Mm-hmm. With this... It'll load everything to flash memory, and then you're playing at a faster clock speed, so that way it doesn't get that lag. The only drawback, like I say, with the the Retron 5, if you have a reproduction cartridge, like, for instance, with me, with Legend of Zelda and the Stone Tablets, it won't play. See, I've never heard anything about that. I don't know if it's just specifically that game. I know that you said you talked to some people at Game Over Video Games, and they said that it does have a hard time playing reproduction cartridges. I've never heard anything about that. I've always thought that they played all video games no matter what. Oh, yeah, but the only thing is, like, the Retron 5, they used a whole different engine to run the, run the games and emulate them and begin with. The, up, the original ones, like the Retron 1, 2... And three, those are more hardware based where as long as it's the plug it in and pretty much the chips will, the security chips will talk to each other and it'll be like 
you're plugging into an original console. It's just the five as new new software on it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, these things they're made by Hyperkin. Uh, you can get a number of different ones. Uh, there's the Retron One, which is just the regular NES. Uh, they don't look like the systems. The original system. They they are their own design. Uh, they're totally different, so you have to look at them to see what I'm talking about. So the Retron Three, it goes for Super Nintendo. Nintendo, and Genesis. And those actually had wireless controllers that used lasers. Yes, so you can get the ones with the controllers that hook up, or you can get the ones that are wireless. Uh, There's different models. Uh, Those go for about $70. Uh, The Retron 5, which if you want to do this, like I would definitely go for the Retron 5. Uh, That one is about $160. Uh, It covers Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Super Famicom, and Famicom. I mean, which is amazing. Oh, yes. And the good thing with this one, you can use the bulky controller that comes with it that hooks up via Bluetooth. The thing is, the buttons are really clicky and the controller is very, it doesn't feel right in the hands. I'm just going to say that right now. It's like holding literally a brick in your hands. But there are ports on the side. So you can have Player 1 and 2 and Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis. So you just plug your old controllers right into it. Amazing. Uh, another great thing that Hyperkin sells is a Superboy. Uh, and that is S-U-P-A-B-O-Y. So it is a handheld system where it plays Super Nintendo and Super Famicom games. And what I love about this is that it allows you to plug in the original Nintendo controllers so that you and a friend can play on the little screen. Yes. And I have, I have a different brand of one of those where I actually came. With, the only reason I got it because it came with the adapters to plug in original Nintendo and Sega Genesis all in one system. That's awesome. I, I just have the regular Superboy for the um, Super Nintendo, but I have a uh, Super Game Boy adapter. So I play my Super Nintendo games and my Game Boy games on my Superboy. Oh, I do love those little things where it even comes with a little uh, RC, has RCA con- adapt- connecting cable where you can actually hook it up to a TV and you yes. have, have the fun on that. Yes. I mean, these things, these, these games are amazing. They're great for retro lovers. I'm glad that people are feeling the need to buy classic video games or VHSs or vinyl just because it's just keeping that history a little along a little bit longer. It's those fun games that we all had when we were young and granted how this year is being like we need as much positivity as we can get right nowadays. (laughs) Now, I know that we've been talking about prices for all these goodies. Uh, Let's go into shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. The first one that we have up here are the Galaxy earbuds. Oh, these things that look like little kidney stones. They look like little beans. You call them beans. I call them stones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can get these things in three colors. There's like a bronze color, a white color, and a black color. Um, unlike the Apple earbuds, these actually set perfectly in the ear. Oh, yeah. You know, it just fits in there. It looks like a little hearing aid. So there you are with a 20-year-old with a yes. gold, gold <laughs> bean stuck in your ear. And it was like, they're talking, but they're staring at your ear the whole time. Just like... What is that? I want to touch it. 
So this does have an 8.2 rating out of a 10. There are some great things about it. It is water resistant, uh, good noise reduction when making calls. It's open sound with good bass and detail. Compact charging with wireless charging as well. Comfortable ergonomic fit. Um, and again, it's really eye-catching, looking like you're wearing beans in your ears. Um, there are some downsides to it. Um, a little bit of distortion at high volume. Honestly, you shouldn't be listening to anything that close to your eardrum at a high volume. Well, there goes uh, me listening to death metal. <laughs> <laughs> Open design lets some ambient sound in. Uh, just because it does sit in your ear, uh, there's no suction or clinging. So, you know, there are going to be some gaps. And the noise canceling is comparatively mild compared to other um, earbuds. But at the same time, a lot of people who find the noise counseling um, a little bit uncomfortable, this would be a great buy for you. Do I really want these? Because me, I, I go with the bling. I would just go with the gold. Right yeah, there. Yeah, so it's not gold. It's like more of like a, a bronzy color. And you know it's going to turn brown by the time anyone's <laughs> been wearing it for a long time. I, I like them. Um, I have some earbuds that I have right now. But because of the way my ears are shaped, I feel like they're always falling out. And another problem with the Apple AirPods is that some people have that feeling as well where they're falling out while you're working out, while you're getting sweaty. So I love the appeal of how this perfectly sets in your ear. Well, there's an easy way to fix that, you know. I'm not using tape in my ear, John. Oh, no, I was going to say crazy glue. No, that's not <laughs> how you do it. <laughs> uh, these things go for about a buck seventy. Um, it's a great buy. I mean, they can charge um, wirelessly. It also comes with a case, so you can charge up the case as well. And those carry about a 2.5 battery recharge. So that lasts for, what, eight times three? What's eight times three? I, I don't do math. 24. There you go, 24 hours. And so that actually leads us into, since we're still talking about retro games, <laughs> there are pre-orders going for the Analog Pocket Retro Portable Game Console that starts August 3rd and ships in May 2021, just in time for the pandemic to end. I am still waiting for Nintendo to come out with their Game Boy reproduction. Nintendo released saying they were going to come out and do an updated Game Boy and they still haven't done it. Oh, I know, but you know, they tease you. They just dangle that carrot in front of you and then they bring out the Switch. We're not <laughs> talking we're not talking about Sony. We're talking about Nintendo. Okay? <laughs> same thing, same difference, same difference. <laughs> but pretty much with this one, it is going to be a aftermarket Game Boy. Let's see here, scroll through here, which will have a nice little base that has wireless charging, so you can ditch the AA batteries entirely. You can The dock that charges it will also hook up to your TV, so you can play your Game Boy games on the big screen, just like the Super Game Boy. Um, so the Analog Pocket, it is available to pre-order right now. It's going for $199.99. Honestly, I think the black ones look a wee bit better just because the white one, how it goes from the controller to the screen, kind of looks a little different. The Analog Dock, of what you were mentioning earlier, is an extra $100. You can connect it via Bluetooth, which is great. But yeah, with also this thing, not just Bluetooth also, it's got 2.4 gigahertz wireless connectivity along with wire controllers. So you can have up to four players playing at once. The analog also is also offering a range of other accessories for the pocket, including a transparent hard case for storage and transportation, a USB-C fast power charging brick. 
adapters to provide compatibility with the Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Atari Lynx games. Oh, and don't forget, there's also a MIDI and analog sync cables for connecting to a Mac. Because you have to have special cables to go with a Mac. I love this thing. Um, so it can connect to other computers. It can connect to other software. Um, I mean, this thing is way more than just a Game Boy. It's still, it's just kind of interesting, especially with the built-in battery pack that's in it, which is a 4,300 milliamp hour battery. You can pl- have anywhere between six to eight hours of gameplay and more than 10 hours of sleep when you got it powered down. Still, this what this really does look like to me, though. It's about it looks about the size of a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Pocket. But then it you looks have, like a calculator. It does not like look a like fancy a, one. It does. The back do, looks like a calculator. It does not look like a TI graphing calculator. I have four of those. It does not look anything like it that. It does. I think it looks like a calculator. I think it looks like a fancy calculator. You know what? I will dig one up right now and show you. <laughs> I have one. Like I know what they look like. <laughs> the fact that you brought it up, that it reminds you of it. It reminds me of it. So I'm just going to say it. <laughs> oh, you reminds you of a TI graphic guy. This thing reminds me of a Game Boy Pocket. There we go. <laughs> there we go. With an, uh, iPod, no. with an iPod stand that you stick it in. Like, ha <laughs> I, I love how sleek it looks. It's definitely sleek looking. I love that it has uh, dual purposing. I, I don't know. I don't really. The dock is cool and all. And you can do more stuff with the dock. But spending $300 plus, I don't know. That just seems a little too much for me. Yeah, when you switch, you can still buy a Game Boy Pocket for about 70 bucks. We have some other stuff that's for sale, but it's more befitting to a category that we have on here. So let's go into Nani. Nani? So we have a butt cleaner. Oh, of course you would bring that up. Everyone needs a clean butt. It's called Wonder Spray, world's first portable butt shower. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone is so obsessed with the butt nowadays. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I think America, are, we're just figuring out that bidets exist. And because we had a TV shortage, everyone's freaking out, worrying that we're going to have it again. So I personally know a lot of people who are buying bidets or have bidet add-ons, and they've already put it onto their toilets. So seeing this doesn't surprise me. But it does surprise me on how they explain certain things for this, okay? So they had a pledge start of $25,000. they have already met their goal. Uh, they're at $67,000 right now, and they have 32 days to go. I'm still amazed there's 634 people that want this <laughs> butt sprayer. So, I mean, this looks about to be 12 or 14 inches long. It's thin. It's thinner than a water bottle. So you unscrew this thing. And you fill it up with whatever water you want. You can put warm water, cold water, tap water, whatever water you want in it. Uh, Or if you want to, you can just fill it with Hawaiian punch and have fun. (laughs) What is super weird is that people were asking if you could put soap in this thing, I guess, to clean. I don't know. Maybe I don't think Americans understand. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's okay to put soap in this thing, but I don't really think you should do that that might be uncomfortable and irritating uh so there's different four spray pressure settings i don't see the thing that bothers me about this from gentle (laughs) to 2100 psi (laughs) the thing that is super weird about this okay they're like it has an antibacterial nozzle the whole silicone thing is antibacterial if you put this between your legs or behind your butt whatever you're gonna get poop on it 
Okay, it might not happen. You might not see the physical poop, but you're going to have poop bacteria on it. There is no carrying case for this thing. So if you're in a Walmart or if you're in a Target or if you're at Kroger going shopping and you're just finished cleaning yourself with this portable bidet and then you're in the sink washing this thing because God, please do not put this dirty thing back in your backpack or purse after using it. That's disgusting. So you're in the sink washing this and someone's like, what are you doing? I'm just washing my shit stick. Like, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I just don't understand like how they're trying to say this is like portable. Because, like, how do you clean this in public? I want to know. How do you clean it in public? See, two things pop in in my head right now (laughs) with that whole conversation, which is, remember Deadpool? When he proposed with that ring pop and she's asking, like, where did you you have that hiding? Okay, we're talking about a ring, okay? We're talking about 12 to 14 inches, and it's pretty thick, Miller, okay? So I don't even want to get into it, okay? But I just just don't understand. (laughs) It's also the same thing as also with Aminez watched Archer. Whenever Archer got with the the one Soviet spy that was a robot. I get the comedy, but there's no realistic place to put this thing. Okay, oh, Miller? There's plenty of place to put it if you got enough lube. No, no, that's not, that's not how it works. I, I just don't understand. I just don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand how you can comfortably clean this in public. Oh, God. Like, you can't. Like, you can't. I'm, I'm, like, I'm seeing the size ratio right now of this thing to a kitchen sink. It's like, oh, my God, that thing's big and thick. <laughs> I just... Because when you clean, I mean, it's feces, guys. There's feces. I, I I think that they need to, like, go back to the drawing board and, like. People are trying to clean themselves as best they can with wands of toilet paper because we haven't dis- we haven't invented the three seashells yet. So with this, this is going to be the closest thing. Pretty much you go down, you, you use that single ply paper where in most places like Walmart and all that, you need hazard pay just to use it because, oh, my God, it's 40 grit sandpaper. Then once you're done ripping your backside to shreds, then use this to get the rest off. But they're trying to sell this as an alternative to toilet paper. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. That's where that's where I'm confused. Because <laughs> you're going to get some poop somewhere. And that's just nasty. And that's that's how I feel about it. To, to, to this being a replacement of toilet paper, I say nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> it guys our episode kind of ran a little bit long today uh, you can follow me anywhere at the raging erica and you can follow me anywhere at dogfin studios you can find our podcast on any major podcasting systems we're talking about apple Podcasts, google play spotify now iHeartRadio, any major podcatchers you can personally email us at podcast at gamingtrend.com and then you can also continue the conversation in our public discord which i will have the link in the descriptions to this podcast i have nothing else to say (laughs) (laughs) we'll catch you guys next week 